Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. All right, welcome to Noise Filter. This is Dr. Mark Calendary. Doc Griggs is not able to be with us today. So let's go ahead and get started. Preparing for college, students weigh in. Now, the pandemic has impacted all of us in one way or the other. For high school seniors preparing to transition into college, their futures are still uncertain with the looming existence and impact of COVID-19. NPR interviewed various students to hear their thoughts about the upcoming pandemic year. A constant theme amongst the students' response was concern for the lack of community and sense of belonging in the environment around them. The past academic year has proven difficult for first-year students in college attending virtually from their childhood bedrooms. College is such a transitional milestone for students and a period for self-exploration and independence. The pandemic has dampened that reality for many students as several have remained at home or have gone to Zoom classes online and off campus. On the other hand, several graduating seniors from last year decided to take a gap year rather than begin their college experience during the pandemic. Students offered an array of key factors in their decision-making processes from cost of attendance to community involvement and student life. Now, while these factors were already a part of the college selection process, they've added weight as circumstances have changed. Several universities have not reduced tuition or other costs despite the increased demand for aid during the economic crisis. As for community engagement, it looks different now as people are separated and classes have been virtual. Graduating students have been navigating all of these new considerations and how that may shape their choice in school. The silver lining in the process is that colleges have now been able to adapt and try out different strategies. Additionally, with vaccines and better public health awareness, several universities are hoping to include students on campus and offer classes in some in-person formats. Just as students are adapting to the new realities, universities too are adjusting to better facilitate the college experience. How to talk to people who are misinformed about COVID-19. Since almost the beginning of the pandemic, conspiracy theories about the virus have been around. Now, according to ABC News, the rampant spread of the misinformation has real-life consequences as people refuse to get vaccinated, wear masks, or socially distance. Experts offer several tips on how to talk with friends or family who believe conspiracy theories about COVID-19. So, here's a list of what they suggest. One, listen. Don't preach. Instead of lecturing, listen and ask questions about how they became interested in the conspiracy theories, where they got the information, or whether they considered other explanations. Two, stay calm. 
Arguing with someone about conspiracy theories is likely to result only in higher blood pressure. Remember that some people won't change their mind no matter what they say. And arguing about unproven benefits of mask wearing or vaccines just isn't likely to convince them. Three, suggest they get offline. The pandemic has been a time of heightened stress and fear for everyone, and there have been many legitimate questions about the virus. Experts say healthy habits like exercise, meditation, positive relationships, volunteering, and even hobbies can ease some of the dread and even make us more resistant to misinformation and conspiracy theories that exploit our fear or anger. Four, just change the subject. Bring up shared experiences and interests to help the person focus on personal connections. If someone dwells on a conspiracy theory, politely say you'd rather talk about something else. In closing, at the end of the day, remember that your mental health and emotional space needs to be protected as well. If you find yourself getting upset when attempting to talk to somebody about their belief in conspiracy theories, then just walk away. All we can do is listen. That's the best that we can do. Testing after vaccination. Now that we have vaccines and death and infection rates are declining, so we shouldn't have to worry about getting tested, right? Well, actually, according to Vox, testing is more important now than ever because it leaves us vulnerable to missing new and potentially large COVID-19 outbreaks, which could require additional shutdowns to control. A lack of adequate testing means that new and more harmful variants of the virus could run rampant and undetected right under our noses. Jennifer Nuzo, a doctor of public health and a senior scholar at the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security, said, we need to diagnose this infection so that we can understand if there are changes in the epidemiology. And we are seeing the case burden shift to younger ages or different populations that we've seen before. This could give us information about if we need new control strategies. Are we seeing increased transmissibility or increased severity? The answer to all those questions starts with the diagnosis of an infection. Researchers also don't know how long the immunity that vaccines will provide last. Many experts expect that COVID-19 vaccine boosters will be necessary and continuous testing and monitoring of emerging variants will help vaccine makers to determine what those boosters should protect against. We know that no vaccine has 100% guaranteed immunity, especially with new variants popping up around the world. But we're also still finding out if vaccinated people can transmit the virus to others, even if they don't get sick themselves. The moral of the story is if you feel sick, even if you've been vaccinated, please go get tested. Seniors stay connected through Zoom. Now, in New York City, a group of seniors has been keeping in touch through a memoir writing class on Zoom. Before the pandemic, a senior center on the Upper West Side facilitated this memoir writing class in person. Once reality of the pandemic sank in, many writers in the class were feeling a deep sadness and isolation, even as the class kept them busy and driven. One particular participant, 65-year-old Yvonne Rosetta, explained, certainly many of us are here because we battle depression. So this place is a lifeboat. Now, for a while, the program was placed on hold as the participants were trying to navigate the pandemic and what the class would be under new circumstances. But eventually, the group found Zoom as a means to continue the class. 
Despite the Zoom fatigue phenomenon, many seniors in the group expressed an appreciation for the intimacy of the Zoom meetings and that they felt invigorated in their meetings. Though there were some technical bumps in the road, Zoom tutorials helped aid in the facilitation of some fruitful discussions and sessions for the writers. Christine Graff, 75, explained how she appreciated seeing a window into other people's homes and how it further connected them to one another. Rossetti added, Zoom created a paradigm shift for loneliness. Life was normal with the Zoom, and it was so deep and so rich with Zoom. Now, many of the writers actually contracted the virus during their time on Zoom and were able to unpack and discuss the complexities with one another and through their memoirs. The underlying sentiment expressed by the group was that of togetherness through such an isolated and trying point in their lives. The memoir writing reintroduced vigor and companionship in their lives, and even through the virtual platform, they look forward to one day being able to meet again in person perhaps at Central Park on a sunny day. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs? Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.